Hello and welcome to the Mike Prowse Solo Travel Podcast with a special message for my many listeners in Columbus, Ohio. Somewhere in this podcast, I have secreted a fact about your city. If you find it, contact me on Twitter at Mike Prowse STP. Let's get on with the episode and keep your ears open for that Columbus fact. Mike Prowse. Columbus is the 15th largest city in America. The holiday man who does things on his own. Occasionally, businesses diversify their output. Yamaha make pianos and motorbikes. Bic make pens and razors. Ginsters make pasties and guidance chips for nuclear weapons. And in this episode, I too will be diversifying, stepping away from solo travel into a crowd to experience a new craze sweeping Britons born after 1997, Generation Z. It's called the Fun Kids Grammar Roadshow. What is it? Who started it? How does it work? How do you laterally market to an audience of children whose purchase power is pegged to a third party? All these basic questions will be answered. And have no fear, grammar fans, I'll be safeguarding your apostrophe, cherishing your full stop and keeping a close eye on your colon. Let's go to the Fun Kids Grammar Roadshow. By the way, just to explain, the Fun Kids Grammar Roadshow, while being marketed at young people aged 5 to 16, isn't specifically for kids who are fun. And it's not a suggestion that the roadshow is fun. It's just that the man behind the event is Professor Jeffrey Fun Kids. I know, I know, it's a complete nightmare. Cambridge University English professor Jeffrey Fun Kids is a controversial figure. The 64-year-old Don continued to host his packed roadshows right through the lockdowns. He argued that the government's consistent use of a hyphen between COVID and 19 was redundant, thus invalidating all legislation contained in the Coronavirus Act 2020. In the aftermath of the Kent Roadshow, a local newspaper asked if he felt responsible for a 600% surge in cases which had seen 92 people hospitalised. He responded, I think you mean admitted to hospital. For Professor Funkids, that stylistic choice had rendered the question meaningless. I've filled in my media accreditation application and I got a C. It's been marked three times and I've now been allowed inside the Lincolnshire Roadshow. I've never really seen anything like it. This section of the big tent houses, it's something like a school exam hall. There are around 400 silent children at their desks, all staring intently downwards. I'm just going to see if I can catch the attention of this young girl. Hello? I can see that what she's staring at is an iron comma. No pens or paper, no questions, all of them just staring at these seven-inch-high iron commas. Looking at the agenda, this session is called 
Think about the comma. Two-hour mind blast from kids intermediate level or higher. Hi. Sorry to interrupt. Bethany, is it? Can you take me through what you're doing, Bethany? Wow. She's not looking away from the comma, but she is giving me quite a sustained middle finger. I'm not offended. Many young people here default to obscene gestures because grammatically they're always correct. I've just come outside to get some air. The atmosphere in there was intense. Those kids were so fixated on their iron commas. A few were holding them above their heads or just gripping them tightly. I saw two boys being carried out on stretchers and one little lad was focusing so hard he'd given himself a nosebleed. And now that I'm outside, I want to read to you this letter. Hi Mike, that monster fun kids has stolen my baby. I'm sorry, this is the wrong voice. I'm going to do this bit back in the studio. Hi Mike, that monster fun kids has stolen my baby. Our precious Bethany was a happy 13-year-old. All gel pens and TikTok dances, big smiles and swimming sessions with her little friends. He has changed her. Last week, she called her nana an illiterate fishwife. And she really upset her head teacher by correcting and clarifying the school's recently published Ofsted report and returning it to the inspectors who agreed with her that on reflection the school was inadequate. And yesterday was the final straw. She's annotated and corrected the birthday card we gave her and two of my shopping lists. Now, she's published them on her own Facebook group called Missives from the Frontier of Moronic Maternity. Fun Kids is ruining families and the government are doing nothing to help. Yours desperately, Miranda Pine. That letter included a picture and I should add that a third party using a pink gel pen has crossed out the government are doing nothing to help and written, the government is doing nothing to help, you abject fool. Yes, my approach to young Bethany in the roadshow main room was not a coincidence. She's just one of the hundreds of children across the UK who have fallen victim to this grammarian cult. Anyone who raises questions about the professor's methods have their emails instantly dismissed due to a stray semicolon or a badly employed subjunctive. But I think Geoffrey Funkids will find me a tougher nut to access by way of a fissure. See? After 12 years' experience laying down the law in regional newsrooms, and now with millions of words of faultlessly clean copy under my belt, your man is no slouch when it comes to a sentence. I have this message for you, Bethany. You can trust me. Because when I said 12 years experience laying down the law just now, I knew very well that the word years required an apostrophe. And I put it after the S. Because it's a plural. Brace yourself, Professor. Prowse is coming. OK, I'm in the next session. And what have we here? This one is called You Are a Semicolon there's a really quite complex sentence written in big letters on the clean white floor and the children are taking it in turns to run into the room then lie down where they think a semicolon could go oh here goes one now running over and he's thinking about it and oh look 
there is died down between the words jaw and regret. See, I'm not sure the remainder of that sentence works independently there. Yep, oh, he'll be disappointed with that. He's trudging off. Oh, and here's another. What's she going for? Oh, oh, I like that. That looks good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well played. Nice. Okay, next kid's taking a run up. This is great, actually. Oh, come off it. Really? That's the second word of the sentence. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> oh, next one. Okay. I am ashamed to say I found you are a semicolon one of the most exciting spectator events I have ever witnessed. But half an hour in, I was reminded of my purpose. Solid. Keep it simple. Oh. Oh, it's Bethany. Come on, Prowse. You're not here for fun. Bethany! Bethany, stop! I need to talk to you. Look! Hello! Bethany! Oh, oh dear. Oh, I think she's disqualified. Distracted by my shouting, Bethany had fallen straight into the middle of a word, which is exactly where semicolons shouldn't go. She was furious. I'm sorry, Beth Bethany, Beth listen. Yeah, okay, you're flicking the V's at me. Not in my face, that's too close. I know you're angry, but that's enough. Your mother is very worried. Can't you see this whole fun kids thing? It's not fun. Bethany, come back, I'm sorry. Oh, she's flicking the V's at everything now. The other kids, the big sentence, herself. Jeffrey Fun Kids has got a lot to answer for. There was only one day of the roadshow left, and Bethany seemed too far gone. I needed to know more about Jeffrey Fun Kids quickly. I needed solitude, space, time to research. I needed the sanctum. And this is the Sanctum, the underground bolt hole where I conduct my most high-pressured investigations. With its secret location and low-energy signature, it's the perfect place to conduct sensitive research, break down a case, and hide from my landlord. I'm a big fan of data-driven journalism. I'm impressed by the ability to... let's see cross-reference the locations of the Grammar Roadshow and find a link between those visits and spikes in demand for local authority mental health support for teenagers. That'd be good, wouldn't it? I mean, I can't do it, obviously, because it's, uh, it's a bit damp in the sanctum and 12 of these keys don't actually work. I'll probably just read about him on Wikipedia for a bit. I'd made zero progress. The next morning session was secret, gold members only, but I crept back into the roadshow where the final climactic session was taking place. I discovered that this was the Fun Kids Grammar Grapple, and it turned my stomach. I'm crouched high in the lighting rig, and I can't quite believe what I am seeing here. There are around 50 premium-paying Fun Kids Gold members down there, aged between, I'd say, 
8 and 15. And they're all dressed as punctuation marks, exclamation marks, full stops, commas, big, colourful costumes. And Fun Kids is in the middle of it all, dressed as some kind of ringmaster. And in the centre of the room, there's a cage. And look at that, there's a sentence that's come up on the digital display. We had a lovely holiday. It was a sun-soaked joy. Now, he's picked two kids, a full stop and a comma. He's taking them into the cage. He's making them fight. Fight to see which punctuation mark belongs in the sentence. This is mad. It could be the comma or the full stop. It was then that I noticed the tiny comma preparing for that cage fight was Bethany, cowering before an oversized male full stop. I could bear no more. It had to end. Having smuggled in my Ballard megaphone, I addressed the crowd. Stop this! Professor Jeffrey Funkins is a fraud! Language doesn't have to be perfect! Relax! Have fun! All I can see from up here are the wonderful faces of children who he has betrayed! Fun Kids smiled, then uttered a sentence which chilled me. The wonderful faces of children whom he has betrayed. The children turned on me. Whom? They whispered as the bulky apostrophes and hyphens began to climb towards me up the lighting rig. And then suddenly, I had a revelation. A moment of perfect clarity, born in fear. Hey, it's, it's just occurred to me. Punctuation isn't grammar. Yeah, it's made you think, hasn't it? Grammar's the way that words are assembled to create meaning. Punctuation's just symbols that aid that interpretation. It's different. He's got it wrong. And if you think about it, when you begin to construct a sentence... The useless Ballard megaphone cut out, but the damage was done. The children stopped climbing and looked at each other. Their faces grew tight. Then they looked at Fun Kids. He trembled in his ringmaster's outfit, taking a few steps back into the cage as the teenage punctuation marks slowly advanced. Bethany broke the silence with the joyously free sentence. What a knob! Hoof him in the nads! And they did. Blow upon blow rained down upon Fun Kids that day, many of them aimed at those nads. As I slipped quietly from the big tent, the last I saw in the melee was him getting a solid right to the breadbasket from a 12-year-old ampersand. Well, that's another mission accomplished. I've saved Bethany from the clutches of grammar. And I've had a lovely letter from Bethany's mum. Her teacher says her grades have completely fallen off, and at this rate she'll be on for solid ease at GCSE, making any progress in the future jobs market almost impossible. That's it from the Mike Prowse Solo Travel Podcast. I'll see you next time. OK, next competitor. Very strong stance, and in he goes. Oh, rubbish. Yeah, thought so. Gotta be disappointed with that. And it's a very keen looking little girl. Off she goes, and she's in. And... Oh!
no! It's a subordinate clause! Oh dear. She's very upset. Okay, next competitor. Raring to go. And she's in, and... Oh! Oh yeah, yeah. Very good. Didn't expect that, but yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Okay, one more boy. In he goes. Oh, he didn't make it! You don't put them underneath the sentence! <laughs> oh, what a div.